to an all new episode of Adulting Sucks, right? I am your host, Liz. And while adulting may suck, I try to help you navigate through the trials and tribulations of this thing called life while dealing with anxiety and depression. So from relationships to moving across country and everything in between, I share my life journey with you to make your lives just a little bit better. Hey, I'm back, y'all. <laughs> um, so before we get started, we're going to do a mental health check-in. So just sit back and relax and you know, take a, a deep cleansing breath in through the nose and breathe out through the mouth. And check in with yourself. How are you doing? How are you feeling? You know, um, I'm recording today. It's Tuesday. Um, you know, are you having a tough day? Are you having a good day? Is it just like a man? It's all right. Or are you like me and just like, when the hell is Friday? <laughs> um, I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody had a great weekend. And uh, it's just you know, in a, in a good state of mind and just know that like whatever you're going through, however you're feeling, your feelings are valid and just take some time to appreciate yourself, practice a little bit of gratitude and hell, scream into a damn pillow if you need to. Because sometimes, sometimes when I'm in the house, I have so much pent up anxiety or just feelings that I can't necessarily put into words. And sometimes I'll just grab a pillow off the couch and just scream into it like, ah. <sighs> oh, I'll be neat. Oh, I'll be feeling so good after I do that. Or I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but I could be in the car on the highway and sometimes I'll just let the window down and just scream at the top of my lungs. Um, just because it feels good. It feels good to release that, that those pent up feelings, um, whether that's excited, like you could be excited about something like, ah, I get paid on Friday or, you know, like, <laughs> ah, this bitch getting on my nerves, you know, um, cause you want to flick off the person that cut you off in traffic, like whatever the case may be, um, get that shit out. Anyway, <laughs> um, I hope everybody, like I said, I hope everybody had a, a good weekend and had a good week. Um, I would say mine is pretty was pretty good since the last time I recorded. Um, which if I have not said, by the way, these these podcast episodes are coming out every other week. Every week does not work for me. Um, uh, for the sake of my anxiety and my mental health, I have decided that I'm not gonna you know, put the pressure of doing a podcast weekly. Let me just do every other week. And that's helping me in this, you know, theme of being consistent and being fearless. So I had to figure that shit out. Um, <laughs> but, um, but anyway, my week went pretty well. Um, I'm finally, I'm not going to say I'm completely pain free. Um, but I, I went for my pre-op, or I'm sorry, post-op 
Um, for those who don't know, I just recently had gallbladder surgery, gallbladder removal, and um, I'm feeling so much better. I finally have my energy back. I have some Vega in my spirit. Um, I can actually like get shit done. I even, I'm proud of myself because shout out to me for finally getting to a place where I'm in the process of clearing stuff out of the house as I am embarking on this new journey of moving across country to the West Coast, West Side till I die. Um, so uh, I, I had to, you know, I ended up cleaning out one of my closets where it was a bunch of books. So I organized everything. And it just feels good that I'm finally in a space where I am pain-free. I'm not nauseous and vomiting all day. I'm not, you know, just feeling low energy and depressed and everything else that came with being sick. So I'm very, 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 very grateful for that. And um, I'm just very grateful that I have people in my life that, you know, helped me like my mom. She helped me out. Um, my, my boo thing. Hey, babe. <laughs> Shout out to Big O for helping me out. Um, and just the amount of support and, people checking on me on a daily basis. Um, like I, I really appreciate it. And um, I hope I'll make this long, but <clears throat> I'm just, I'm, I'm in a place of learning how to receive and learning how to accept things as they are. And so I know on the last episode where I talked about all passion, but no desire. Um, and I, I don't, I don't really recall. Well, I think I do recall saying that I was looking for the spark. There's typically like, for me, it's an energetic thing where when I'm ready, when I'm ready, when I dive into it, it's like this spark that I have in myself. That's like an activation. That's like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I've, I've got my blinders on and I get shit done. And I've been waiting on this spark. And, um, and it finally came like now that I'm out of the space of not being sick all the time, I'm finally in a space, an energetic space where I am able to now focus on, okay, I, I got to start minimizing like, 10 I've been back in St. Louis for 10 10 years so I'm like I have to take 10 years worth of stuff and get rid of probably 80 85 percent of my belongings and pack it up in a Nissan Altima <laughs> so that is well shit it's probably 90 percent of my stuff and I'm only taking about 10 percent and um it's for somebody who it's it's very hard for me to let go of things um that it's it I almost hoarder status and i know a lot of it comes from a place of growing up without and being in a position where there were times where i was either homeless living with other people living in a shelter and just not always having and since i recognized that within myself it's help. It's helping me in the journey of cleaning out, like removing things that no longer serve me. 
Like I've lost over 50 pounds now. And so I have all these clothes that no longer serve me yet. I'm like, and eh, maybe getting it. And it's like, girl, you know, you ain't going to fit this stuff. Like come winter again. And a lot of the stuff is like fitting real baggy. So I'm just in a space of um, clearing out the old. So that way I am able to receive, receive uh, new. And I've been on this uh, abundance journey where I'm going back into, you know, everything is a mindset and what it like, for those who know me know that I'm, I'm about energy. I'm about, you know, um, space. I'm about, you know, um, just looking at things from, from different perspectives. And one of the things that, uh, since I'm all about energy, it's just making sure that I'm clearing my energetic space. And in doing so, it also helps me to clear out my emotional space, my mental space, my physical space, you know, so on and so forth. It's kind of like a domino effect. And so, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm seeing the areas of, of where I am harboring and holding on and just learning to let go so I can uh, start receiving. And I started this journey, but I've been in the journey, but I really dived into it more. So last week um, where I came across some material that was talking about abundance. And if you want to receive, if you part of receiving abundance is receiving and being comfortable with receiving. And I learned that I am not comfortable with receiving. Case in point. Um, Anytime that, <laughs> anytime that my guy and I are out, um, I am not allowed to open up my own doors, my own, you know, I'm not allowed to push the cart. I'm not allowed <laughs> to, <laughs> like he, he says, babe, let me, I got this. And it's like a constant struggle where he has to constantly remind me. Sometimes he'll even like, he'll, you know, slap my hand lovingly and like, no, let me open up the door. Or when I am walking closer to the curb and he's like, babe, switch places. Like he has to constantly re remind me of that. And it's letting me know that I have trouble receiving um, things from people. Like even during my downtime when I was just got out of surgery and, you know, I'm like, oh, I can get it myself. And no, sit your black ass down and allow people to pour into you, allow people to, to, to love on you. And I, it makes me uncomfortable. And I had to figure out like, why am I so uncomfortable with receiving? Is it a place of, I feel like I don't deserve it? Or is it because I'm always hyper-focused on other people and less on myself and I'm just used to that? You know, and I think it is a, a number of things, but as I've become more intentional with receiving from people just being comfortable with receiving compliments and receiving the last chicken wing, <laughs> uh, you know, the last chicken wing in the house or whatever, you know, uh, and being comfortable with that. I notice whenever you set your intentions and you start working on something, it, it, it can manifest very quickly. And this weekend I saw examples of that where I, where, um, and I, and I did post it on, um, on my social media or whatever, but I, I got surprised this weekend over the weekend with a, a, a surprise going away party with my COVID clique. 
and um and also my cousin is cousin slash sister is part of it and and just the amount of of love and and people pouring into me it just i'm gonna be honest um it's not that i think low of myself but sometimes i forget and i don't know how this may sound i really don't care but <laughs> how dope i am how much of an impact i have on people how i make people happy how people love and care about me and are very supportive of me making this big transition, you know, uh, starting my new life, um, going into the journey of, of moving across, across this, across the country and, um, having that love and support. And that means so much to me because I remember there was a time when I felt like I didn't have the support system that I have now. I did not have anybody behind me. I didn't have people in my corner, but over the years, being intentional, um, I, I feel like I've manifested this tribe that I have. And so, you know, of course, they were like, no new friends, no new friends. And I'm like, I really don't know how I feel about moving to a different state and making new friends and stuff. But, you know, I know the type of person I am. And, and naturally, I think people gravitate towards me anyway. So, um, but I know who my 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 day ones are who my Kobe click crew is so um shout out to them ladies that that really just don't know like how much they made me smile and I've been on cloud nine since so I'm I'm very grateful and very thankful um for that so um so before I I'm just gonna go ahead and move on to the next segment we're gonna move on to the kinky cabbage segment you know, this is where I talk about my cannabis of the week and uh, just giving you some profile information about it. And so I, because I could not really find so too much in- information on this, I'm just going to give you my personal take. I honestly don't know like how much TAC, CBD or anything is in it. All I can say is that it, it definitely packed a, a punch and um, so for this week, and I think it goes with the theme of, you know, as I'm transitioning out of Missouri and going somewhere else, um, Missouri diesel. It's homegrown. It, uh, like I said, like most diesels, it's very pungent. It has um, like a piney, um, uh, I want to say pine, uh, earthy, kind of peppery um, profiles that you find in it. And it basically smells like diesel. And um, this particular strand, it does help with symptoms associated with depression, pain, stress. I will say that for those who struggle with appetite, baby, let me tell you, um, I am currently taking Ozempic and we're going to get into it in the next segment where I describe what Ozempic is. It kills your appetite. It makes you nauseous. And at some, depending on the dosage, it can make you vomit. And I want to say like that when I, when I smoked it, uh, the day of the celebration, I was able to eat. And I'm talking about, I was eating cakes, pies, um uh fried green beans all the things you know and but i was still able to hold a conversation i was still very energetic um and it definitely helped with my anxiety and um i was experiencing a little bit of of pain because uh, with 
still healing and recovering and whatnot. And I, and I would say that definitely numbed it out. So um, with this, with with the with the Missouri diesel, I want to say it's indica. It's it's a hybrid, but it's leaning more towards the indica side because, baby, let me tell you, for those that live in St. Louis, driving all the way from North County to South City, <laughs> and I had to take Hall Street to to, to kind of cut it down. That is a long ass drive. That's about a good 30, 40 minutes, and it was raining. Let me tell you, it, I had the energy, but by the time I got home, I crashed and took like the, the the best, the best, some of the best sleep I've had. So it's definitely good for insomnia. It's it's like I said, it's good for depression, stress, anxiety. So do yourself a favor, stop by your local dispensary, or even if you know, uh, if you have, if you know somebody that's growing it. And try out the Missouri Diesel because it, it definitely was a banger. Okay, a banger. So um, we're gonna go ahead and just move it right along. Move, move, move on out of my life. Um. <laughs> so, all right. So the topic of today. Um, I, I really wanted to do this the last time, but as you can see, that that whole episode just transitioned to something completely different, and I'm glad that it did. So this week, I really wanted to focus on Ozempic. Um, I wanted to, you know, describe what Ozempic is. I've been seeing a lot of, uh, it's been getting a lot of social media attention. It's been getting a lot of media attention, specifically because it is one of the leading weight loss drugs here in in America, let alone nationwide or worldwide, but there is also a shortage on it. And so I just wanted to go into more detail as to what is Ozempic? You probably asked me, so like, what the hell is Ozempic? You probably even saw the commercials, you know, oh, oh, Ozempic, you know, you know, you probably seen it, but, um, so for those who don't know, <laughs> oh, let me get my notes, y'all, because it's, it's a lot of information. So Ozempic and, um, basically Ozempic is a once a week non-insulin injection that it works to lower your blood sugar and your A1C. Um, this is specifically uh, marketed for people who have type two diabetes, but also has, um, who suffers from obesity. So pretty much um, what this, in, the ingredient in it, and I'm probably going to butcher this name because I'm horrible at sounding out certain things. Um, semaglutide, I think I said it right, semaglutide, and I'll make sure to include include the links and everything to, to everything that I mentioned um, in the description. So pretty much this particular ingredient, uh, what it does it acts to help your pancreas produce more insulin when uh, your blood sugar is high. Uh, it also helps prevent your liver from making and releasing too much sugar because the the, in, the 
the, the liver, uh, what it does is that it, it makes and release sugar. And then what it, the last thing that it does is that it slows down the food from leaving your stomach. So basically it slows down the process of the food breaking down in your system. So that way you feel fuller longer and um, it helps you it, in that it will help you to lose weight, which lowers your A1C. So it hits all of these targets that usually people with diabetes, such as myself, um, suffer with. And then on top of that, you have the added of, you know, being obese. So it, it you start off slow. Start off at 0.25 milligrams, and then over time, your doctor increases it. And in through during your three month check in, where they're checking your A1C, they monitor your, they monitor that, they monitor your weight, and then they're also supposed to. What my doctor did was actually connect me with a, a weight loss clinic where I talked to a nutritionist and a bariatric doctor on a monthly basis. Now, I did have the option to go through and do um, gastric sleeve, but I said, no, it took years to get this weight on. It's going to take some time for me to get the weight off. And plus, I feel like when it comes to getting the gastric sleeve, um, I from just knowing people who have gotten it and then they quickly lose the weight, they gain the weight back eventually. And I think a lot of times you have to change your behavior. You have to change the way you look at food and how you view food and how you consume food. And so I was like, okay, I've learned all of these bad habits over the years. It's going to take me time to learn new habits. So I can say for me, taking Ozempic has definitely helped me to lower my A1C because it went from 6.5. I think it was like 6.5 or 6.8. And now it's at 5.5. I go next week. I do go for my three month follow up. So it'd probably be lower than that. Um, and if you follow me on social media, you know that I've been sharing my weight loss journey. And I want to say... I want to say I'm down 55, 60 pounds now, um, I believe. So, and, and it's been a short amount of time. And when I say short, I started taking Ozempic. I was already exercising and stuff, but I started taking it, I want to say, late September. So I was already starting to lose weight. It was just very, very, very difficult for me because it it just, I would quickly plateau and I would exercise. I would do all of this. I would do all of that. And then my, my blood sugar just kept skyrocketing. It just kept going up and up and up and up. So this is why, you know, this is the reason why my doctor prescribed this medication and recommended it. And um, for those who are thinking about taking it, a lot of times your insurance does cover it if they find it medically necessary. And if you, you have to be able to check off the boxes of, have you taken metformin? Has that not been effective? Has it made you sick? For me, it has definitely made me sick. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? Have, so there are criterias that typically you have your, your doctor, when they submit these claims, um, they have to fit a certain criteria before you even get approved, uh, depending on who your insurance provider is. So the reason why this medication is so, 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 so popular right now, because you lose weight fast. 
and I'm talking fast. And they have other medications like they have Wagovi. Wagovi is geared more towards weight loss, not necessarily diabetes. Even though the, it has the same ingredient, it does the same thing. But Wagovi is specifically just known as a weight loss drug and it comes in higher doses. So what's currently happening right now is that you have celebrities, you have, you know, influencers, you know, people who are out in the public eye and public spaces that are, that does not have diabetes. They are using these, these, uh, this medication, um, or these types of medication. And so now it is causing a shortage for people like me who have diabetes, who is considered medically obese, um, who are having a hard time getting this medication because there is a worldwide shortage. And so um, I know I've seen articles where uh, Anthony Anderson even talks about it because people were pretty shocked about how he has lost weight so fast and, and things like that. Um, cause I saw one picture out. The first thing I thought of, you know, was like, oh my gosh, I hope he's not like Chadwick and, and he has, you know, cancer, terminal cancer or anything because he did have that, I call it the Al Roker, Star Jones neck, you know, he got the real veiny, crazy thin neck and big bobblehead and a little body that, cause it basically you lose weight so fast um, and because this, this drug prevents you from really eating or drinking, um, there are, I have to constantly remind myself that I need to drink water. I need to eat because you will forget. And if you are a busy person, if you are on the go person, you're going to forget. And what, what has happened to people is that they end up having to go to the hospital because they um, need to replenish on fluids. They pass out. Um, a number of things can happen because, I mean, you're starving yourself, so you have to constantly remind yourself to eat. And then the biggest, the biggest downside to it is the nausea. Um, I remember when I first started taking this medicine, I was having symptoms like I was pregnant. <laughs> I was vomiting. I was very nauseous to the point where I was definitely consuming more cannabis. I was taking edibles. I was just trying to figure it out. I, of course, I got to do the ginger ale. Um, I would make ginger shots. Uh, <laughs> I was really trying to figure it out. And then eventually, as my body got accustomed to it, then, you know, uh, it, it got to a point where it's more tolerable. And at, at first, it's kind of like I had to plan I had to plan around my Ozempic. I remember I went out of town. I went out of town during Thanksgiving for a week. And for a week, I did not take that medicine because, as you know, like food, drinks, all of that is like heavily infused in our culture and just American culture, period. You know, so we, we enter when we go out, when we're entertained, it's usually around food and drinks. And it's so much socializing that goes on around it. And I found myself like not being able to enjoy going out to eat because I know like my brain is saying, oh, I want this steak. I want to eat all of it. My, my mind is saying one thing, but my body is saying something totally different. Like it basically makes you repulse food. And so you're probably asking yourself, well, why the hell are you taking this medication in? 
Did you not see the pictures on my Instagram? I am losing weight. I am healthier in a way where my A1C is down and I do not have to take insulin. I don't have to take metformin. I'm losing weight. I feel better. However, the biggest downside for me, the biggest downside for me is that it fucked my gallbladder. Fucked it up. My gallbladder. <laughs> I was already having issues with it to begin with. Um, I think a lot of it did have to do with, um, you know, like my diabetes and maybe some of the previous medications that I have taken in the past. It could be a combination of things. It could be, you know, diet. It could be the diabetes. It could be so many things. But my gallbladder was already, I was already experiencing issues where I was dealing with pain, probably gallstones. Um, I was, anytime I would work out or do anything super physical, I would be in a lot of pain. Whenever I would eat high fat foods, I would have um, an adverse reaction to it and it would make me sick. So if you're, if I'm already having issues with my gallbladder and I'm taking a medication that causes gallbladder problems, um, which is one of the things that it is known for. It, my gallbladder did not have a chance in hell. And so um, when I spoke to my doctor and I, you know, explained, you know, my, my journey with my gallbladder. Um, and when, as soon as I said Ozempic, he was like, yep, there you go. That, that's pretty much what, what did it. So unfortunately for me, while it does all these great things for me where I'm you know, like my cholesterol is down, my A1C is down, I'm healthier, I'm happier, I can, I can actually fit into smaller clothes, I'm able to get around, I'm able, you know, to be more active, and I'm not, I don't have achy joints, my back don't hurt, you know, um, I have more energy and vigor. Unfortunately, it accelerated the, the decline of my gallbladder, and um, because of that, I ended up having to get it removed. So I would say, you know, just like with any medication, you want to make sure you do your research. And yeah, I did do my research. Um, I even like went and looked at reviews of people who have taken it and, you know, um, and I take that with a grain of salt because it's like, okay, that's what happened to them, but how is it going to react to my body? And Unfortunately, that was one of the ways that it like seriously impacted me. And it says here on their website, gallbladder problems have happened in some people who take Ozempic. So your healthcare provider right away if you get symptoms, which may include pain in your upper abdomen, fever, yellowing of the skin or eyes, such as jaundice, or clay colored stools. And um, of course, it, it can, you know, cause kidney problems. It can cause serious allergic reactions. If you're allergic to the, the ingredient in there, it can, if you take too much of it, it can cause low blood sugar or hypoglycemia. Um, it can cause inflammation in my pancreas. So knowing what I know about this medication, I know for one, for me, and I can only, again, I can only speak from my personal opinion. When it comes to this medication, I do not plan on, I, by the year, by the time this year is up, I want to be off this medication because I already know I'm going to, I would have hit my weight loss goal for one. And I am, 
I, and I am still practicing, continuing to practice and work towards better eating habits and new behaviors and even getting to the root of, okay, why do I do this? Why do I do this behavior? Because a lot of times in order to find a cure, you have to get to the root, the root of the problem. And the root of the problem is, I, I know uh, quite a few reasons because there are a multitude of reasons of why I eat the way that I eat. Um, a lot of it was just protection. Um, as somebody who has, you know, unfortunately been sexually abused. So like, you know, if I'm big, ain't nobody gonna want me. <laughs> you know, that's 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 my thought process. On top of, you know, um, unfortunately medications a lot of the medications I took caused my weight gain. Um, just bad eating habits, also binge I was on binge eating. A lot of the medication caused me to like binge eat. So I was going binges. I was drinking alcohol every day. Drinking one, that one and a half gallon or that 1.75 liter of wine just about every day or every other day. Um, so heavy drinking, heavy carb load, bad eating. Because um, I was exercising. It's no problem for me to exercise, but also medication. All these factors contributed to my weight gain. It wasn't something that it was this one specific thing. It was multitude of things. And so, um, again, for those who are like thinking about taking this medication, I would say, please talk to your doctor. Make sure you do your due diligence and do your research and see what the side effects are see what the medication is and um, see how it can, you know, work with your body. Because like I said, it does, it definitely helps improve your blood sugar. Um, it definitely reduces <laughs> your risk of heart attack, stroke, um, heart disease, you know, high, high cholesterol, things like that. However, in some people, such as myself, it has been very detrimental to my already failing gallbladder. Um, and again, it, the, the the most common side effects are the nausea, the vomiting, the diarrhea, um, abdominal pain, and constipation. I ain't never had no constipation. I always had diarrhea. So <laughs> I know that was TMI, but whatever. Um, so uh, again, with, with this, I, I really encourage people, people who need it, take the medication. People who don't need it, it's not a quick fix because Unfortunately, when you get off this medicine, a lot of times, not only do you gain the weight, but you gain it back times too. Learn healthier habits. Learn your whatever your habitudes are. Whatever your, I know for me, whenever I, so, you know how sometimes you just be like, I'm bored. I'm about to go eat. Drink some water. Listen to your body too, because sometimes whenever you're craving sugar, whenever you're craving beef, whenever you're craving these certain foods that typically is your body's way of telling you, hey, we're deficient in this vitamin and mineral and we need this vitamin and mineral, but we're going to, but instead it comes out as I am craving red meat right now and I want a steak, I want liver. <laughs> smothered in gravy, whatever the case may be. If your body is, if you're craving beef or red meat, that typically means that you have an iron deficiency. If you're craving, um, if I'm not mistaken, if you're craving sugar, 
think that means like sugar. That means that you're um, deficient in, I believe, vitamin B, but I forget which one. Um, so usually, yeah, if you are craving certain things, it's because you are deficient in some type of vitamin and mineral. Um, so a lot of times you remember your parents used to be like, I'm hungry, but drink some water. <laughs> Drink some water because a lot of times now, like these waters are filled with minerals, with, you know, things other than water. Um, you can also take a multivitamin, but look at those ingredients and see what your daily value of vitamin B12, vitamin six, iron, magnesium, things like that. So do some research and um, take a multivitamin because a lot of times you your body is just telling you that. It's deficient. Just like when you get to a point of being thirsty, that usually means that your body is already dehydrated, you know? So um, it is something to, you know, drinking water and taking vitamins and whatnot, because that can also help with um, helping with suppressing your appetite. And a lot of these minerals and vitamins that are out here are naturally grown appetite suppressants. Um, so I know like magnesium is one that is good for that. Um, you also want to make sure that you're eating foods that are rich in fiber. And fiber can be found in fruits, vegetables, grains, whole grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, Um um, I mean, yeah, you can find it in, in meat as well, but you can find it more in, you know, fruits and vegetables. And I'm not vegan or vegetarian or anything close. Like, I, I love my red meat. Um, I'm just not big on pork anymore, but I, I definitely love my meat and potatoes. So, um, again, like I said, due diligence, do, do your research because a lot of times... Um, it just takes us to sit down and be like, all right, let me see what I can do to help heal myself. Let me see what I can do to get off of this medicine and, you know, replace taking a pill or taking an in a weekly injection like I do and just figuring out how, how can I get to my, how can I get to a point where I am not leaning on this medication and instead I am leaning on knowing that, okay, I'm, I'm having, I'm craving sugar. That's because I need some damn protein. How, how much protein have I had? And again, that protein does not have to be in the form of meat. It could be in the form of hemp. They have hemp pro protein. They have vegan protein. They have collagen um, powder that has like 18 to 20 grams of protein. A lot of times you crave sugar is because you need some protein in your life. Um, <laughs> some some get get you some beefcake whatever the, whatever the case may be get some vitamin D you know but um one other thing I did want to uh want to say about those who are you know struggling with with obesity leave these flat tummy teas um, these Herbalite, all of that kind of stuff. A lot of this stuff you can make yourself with stuff that's already in your house. If you're wanting to go on a detox, you don't have to necessarily take a detox tea. And if you do, you can just like go get Yogi brand detox tea. Um, or you can just get some dandelion tea that 
naturally will detox the liver and um, the uh, um, and the intestines or just get a probiotic or a prebiotic or both. Like there are multiple ways of making sure that you detox. Or how about this? Just drink some damn water. A gallon a day will keep the toxins away. <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, I, I think a lot of those like flat tummy teas and these quick, these quick weight loss, like it's not healthy to lose 30 pounds in a week. That That's not healthy at all. First of all, you're going to look sick. You are. I remember back in college, I ended up, I didn't even notice that I lost all this weight, but I was, just wasn't on. I was like 19 years old, 18, 19 years old. I was working. I didn't have a car. So I was walking everywhere. Um, I wasn't hardly eating. I was, I was like really depressed and did not know that I was depressed. And I remember I came home for a holiday and people said I looked like a 75 cent a day kid because my head was big. My collarbone was sticking out. I had the Al Roker, Star Jones neck. And, um, you could just, I just looked sickly and it was because I wasn't eating and I was walking everywhere all day around campus to work to and from home like I was just constantly walking and I lost weight so fast and didn't even notice that's what happened to me and I just looked very sick I didn't feel the best either I just was always tired my hair was falling out my skin I didn't have a glow like I typically would have my cheeks I usually have rosy red cheeks they were not rosy or red okay and um, while I was happy that I lost the weight, once I got into a better space and recognized that, I quickly gained that weight back because I started going back to my old habits of eating bad and not eating good foods, you know, um, being a teenager and just eating a bunch of junk food. So, I, again, you know, you always want to make sure you, you do your research. And a lot of this stuff that they tell you on social media most of these people have, they're either like gym rats or they have gotten some type of cosmetic surgery or they are losing weight in a very unhealthy way. And I'm not by, by any means, I am not perfect. I am not just, you know, on this stringent plan. Do I have a cupcake? Yes, ma'am, I do. Do I drink? Yes, I sure do. I smoke, I drink, I'm supposed to stop, but I can't, okay? I like cookies, I like cakes, I like pies, I like sour gummy worms. I eat it. <laughs> I just eat it in moderation. I, if I'm, you know, like, instead of picking up a gummy, a sour gummy bird, I'll be like, what tastes close to a sour gummy bird? Blueberries. I'll just eat me some blueberries. I'll eat me a prayer if I get a sweet tooth, you know, it's all about what works, what works for you. So, um, I'm going to try to wrap this up by also saying, um, like I said, I'm going to put all of this information in the description box. Um, also I forgot to say over the weekend or last week, I did record an episode on my guy and his friend, Gary Jones, their podcast Bearded, I know I'm, gonna, I'm trying not to do it how I normally do it, 
bearded blurred brothers um these two they talk all things comics all things marvel dc um they usually have very 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 um great discussions about you know the lack of diversity in in the marvel cinematic universe and how that affects them um but i was just recently i've just recently recorded and it's out it's on spotify it's on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to music and podcasting but um we recently recorded an episode called we deserve therapy and on there um, I, i really enjoyed that episode because i am talking to two black men who are who has done therapy and are and is in therapy and um i think it's pretty cool to see the different ways that people do therapy like for me i've been doing therapy for like i want to say seven years straight i know that with um with my guy otis he just this is his second week in therapy and he he goes on a weekly basis but he does it you know through um i think through talk space or through better help and then with gary the, the other host he went to therapy for something that, you know, bothered him. Then he was like, okay, it should resolve. Now some new things are coming up years or months later, and now he's back in therapy. So there, I, I, I love talking about that dynamic because I think oftentimes when people think of therapy, they think that it has to be structured in some, some this one format where you're laying on the couch and you have to see a therapist on a weekly basis, and that's not the case. I see mine's on a bi- um, buy to try weekly basis now because I, I feel like I'm in a space where I really I still need it but I don't need it as often as I used to and so um do yourselves a favor check it out um we we discuss all things mental health um um uh, some of the things that came up for us in therapy and just giving um I just love how we just get a perspective a perspective from the black man of mental health the importance of it and what it means to them so again check it out bearded bearded blurb blurred brothers oh my gosh that is a tongue twister bearded blurred brothers check it out so before i wrap it up one thing that um i i want to make sure on this podcast is that i I want to leave y'all with something to to think about. I know last week I asked the question, what do you do when you have all the passion and no desire? That's the question that I asked last week. So this week, my question for you to ponder on, and I'll even include it as a Q&A in, uh, for all my Spotify listeners, I'll include it in there. Um, my question is this week, shoot, uh, just as quickly as I had it, I lost it. Well, damn, I'll just put it in the thing because I, I show for God. Now, that's embarrassing. Mm-mm-mm. I swear, this, this, this squirrel brain of mine, but, um, I do have a question. What motivates you every day? What makes you happy? 
what is the the catalyst that drives you each day? What drives you? What makes you be like, despite how I feel, despite if you're feeling mentally or emotionally or physically shitty, how do you still, what motivates you? What drives you to get up and conquer the day? What is it for you? Um, I would say for me, my stubbornness, my refusal to give up, my refusal to allow anything to keep me down for a long period of time. So it, it's my stubbornness and my tenacity. I'm a tenacious Taurus. So I, I think that's what, what drives me. And, and also part of it is like, what's next? What, what, what's the next chapter in my life? What, my nosy ass be like, what's going to happen next? How am I going to get out of this? So, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like a tune in next time on the Lizzie show, you know, like <laughs> what the fuck is going to happen and how am I going to resolve this issue presented in front of me? So um, with that, thank you all for joining me for another week of Adulting Sucks Right. I hope that after listening to this episode, you will think that maybe adulting isn't so, so bad. It ain't that bad. You know, it got its perks, you know. So, um, Make sure you drink your water so your so your um black don't crack and wear your sunscreen to keep your melanin popping. <laughs> I'll holla at you later, y'all. Peace.